Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. If you're listening on a Sunday, thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news as they do every Sunday from eleven thirty till noon. Three CR proudly broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and paying respects to elders past and present and also acknowledging our LGBTIQ Indigenous Elders, including but not limited to sister girls and brother boys for their unique contributions to diversity on and around the land. And welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Great to be with you on a Sunday, and yes, we're building up for what is becoming one of the, I think, one of the key days on the rainbow calendar, and of course particularly the trans and gender diverse calendar next Friday is um, Trans Day of Visibility, um, and I'm joined in the studio by someone who was bold, bold enough, brave enough, courageous enough to come back after a first visit. Michelle Brooker, welcome back. Oh, thank you, Sally. I had a great time on the first visit, so there's no bravery needed. Well, however, however, I take it that that's a warning. <laughs> Something no. exciting may happen this time. No, no, no. It's just me. It's me and my warped sense of humour because the coffee's kicking in, which is that's always cool. good. Hmm. Um, so, you know, we are here to talk about um, Trans Day of Visibility, but we also wanted to, talk, to link something in late last year, and it was probably just as um, the show was finishing up for the year, there was a report released by um, the Williams Foundation and Ipsos that we want to talk about, um, about um, some trans research um, or attitudes on trans and various issues. And you've been doing some research wonkery, as they call it, <laughs> and diving in deep and having a good look at it. So I'll let I'll let you dive in with that. What exact what was perhaps to start with what the overview of this report mm. was about? So this report um surveyed attitudes to transgender people and they did so in 23 countries and they took a random survey of 1000 people in each of 23 countries and um and and asked them about their attitudes to transgender people after first giving them uh, a trans 101 tutorial. Mm-hmm. And what the what the, the high level of the survey came up with it was a number of interesting features of the survey, mm-hmm. but just at a high level, what it seems seems to indicate is that around twenty percent really didn't know about and didn't have any opinion on transgender people, um, approximately across all these countries, mm-hmm. and around in in terms of the ones that 
did know around 75% of us either sent of them either strongly supported transgender rights or weakly supported transgender rights mm-hmm. that leave, leaves about a 25% um, gap of which about half and half half weakly opposed transgender rights and 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 half of that about 10 12% strongly opposed transgender rights. And this is across a range of issues, uh, the question of our ability to change identity documents, mm-hmm. um, rights to use bathroom of the, the gender mm-hmm. in which we are, you know, authenticated, which we are in our authentic gender. Um, just trying to think. The other, you know, there were, there were a lot of, lot of um, questions posed, but essentially... That was that was the high level thing, high yeah. level outcome. The other interesting thing is the the the, the hierarchy of countries. Um, Spain and Sweden topped topped the list um, for uh, acceptance that transgender rights are valid, um, and, but they scored around. They scored them, scored the countries, and those two scored about seventy to seventy five percent out of a possible 100, 100 indicating complete acceptance of transgender rights. Um, Australia came down the, down the list just after Great Britain we're about, with a score of about 62%, just ahead of the US on 61%. And interestingly, India tied with the US on 61%, mm. being the highest scored Asian country in, in the group. Down the bottom end, the the bad end of the world, um, sort of no surprises that Russia Mm. (laughs) bottomed the pole and they have been quite uh, opposed to transgender rights. Of course, countries in the Middle East and and Africa were not polled and they would would be much lower, I would think, if they were. Yeah, no, they, yes, um, having a look at that, yeah. South Africa was the only African continent that's, country polled. And, that's but correct. of course, not anywhere near the Middle East. Mm. So it's a, it's a reason, you know, apart, <clears throat> apart from that, you know, it's a pretty good random sample. And as you say, a good range of questions, a couple of the other ones, rights to marry for trans people mm. and rights to adopt. Yes, um, yes. Very, very, very important issues. Well, that's right. You know, trans people are whole people wanting to have relationships and, you know, bring up um, munchkins and ankle biters and that sort of thing. Mm. And so they're all, you know, critical things and to get people's attitudes on them was really, really important. And as you say, there's there was sort of like an overall question as well as the, <clears throat> the other issues you've um, mentioned. But um, there was one, you know, um, what, there was also another one um, that I think was really important as well, and that's about um, people knowing someone who is trans or gender diverse. Mm. Yeah, so that there was about ten percent of uh, the people responding to the survey uh, reported having transgender friends or family members. And interest, the very interesting thing about this this part of the survey was that when they did the correlation. Uh, with those people who, who reported having transgender uh, friends or family members, they found that they supported transgender rights um, in, in much greater numbers than the other general population did. And there was about a 25% increase in support for transgender rights amongst those who knew knew someone who was transgender. And the link in for me to International Transgender Day of Visibility is very much that if someone knows a transgender person, they're far more likely to support our rights 
and we we desperately as a community need to increase our visibility there's kind of you know we'll go into that in the next segment yeah the other interesting kind of cross correlations that they did was that age mattered and that that 18-year-olds were about 10% more likely to support transgender rights than 64-year-olds. Mm. And the, the gender gap is the other one. Women were about 10% more likely to support transgender rights than men. Mm-hmm. But overwhelmingly, that knowing someone who is transgender has the most dramatic effect on support for transgender rights. And that, that that's really, really suggests that we need to, as a community, to become more visible for more people to actually know a transgender person. Only 10% of the population actually know a transgender person, and that's that, that's that's kind of a worry. Yeah, well, <clears throat> look, it, it reminds me, there was a saying, I think it was in the 90s or 2000s, about for gays and lesbians, mm. you know, if you want to be more visible, put a photo of your same-sex partner on your desk at work or something like that. And I want to talk about the, the pros and cons of that after our next track. But, you know, it seems like this is our equivalent moment of... You know, obviously there's been people, trans people, of course, since the dawn of time and in the Australian context, people who gave a, a ray of light in more less, really less visible times, like Carlotta, who, you know, at least, you know, said there are trans people out there and all that sort of stuff, and um, Sylvia Rivera, who was at Stonewall. But, um, yeah, it seems like we're at a, well, you know, a bit of a, a, a marker post on this visibility thing. So I'm going to get um, our listeners, maybe, um, you know, what can we do? Um, three things. Um, visibility, if you've got questions about the Ipsos Williams report, and I'll put up a link um, during the next track um, to it. But also, um, it is Trans Day of Visibility. If you know of, <clears throat> we know of three events in Victoria, which we're going to talk about. But if you have any events anywhere, particularly Australia, but anywhere in the world, or if there's someone listening on Mars or um, <laughs> Saturn or something, um, please get in touch with us. We'd love to make a, world, a universal breakthrough. Um, you can contact the show in the usual means of technology, out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can text 61401-078-981. That number again, 0401-078-981. Tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for today's post on my page or out of the pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne on Facebook. Let's have all your thoughts and input. Um, how do we how do we do it? Um, in the meantime, let's um, have a take on the first track that I wanted to play, um, which sums up very nicely what's going to happen next Saturday. 3CR 855 AM <laughs> digital 3cr.org.au out of the pan with Sally and returning guest Michelle Brooker. Hoy there, shipmates. This is Captain Trash from the Port Phillip Echo Center in St. Kilder. Did you ever hear the crow in the sky going, ah, ah, ah? That stands for reuse, reuse, recycle. And you heard it first on 3CR. <laughs> Green Left Weekly Radio. It's the people's voice committed to human and civil rights, environmental sustainability, democracy and equality. There is one newspaper that is independent of powerful interests and that's Green Left Weekly. It presents ideas mainstream media won't. It exposes the lies and distortions of the power brokers and helps us to better understand the world around us. 
is the leading source of local, national and international news analysis and discussion and debate to strengthen the anti-capitalist movements. Tune in every Friday morning at 8am on 3CR. That's us, 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks, and on demand. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Um, if you're listening, whether on a Sunday afternoon or repeat or anything else, thanks for your company. Sally Goldner here with guest today, Michelle Brooker. Um, just to recap the two opening tracks, we had um, Sister Sledge, We Are Family, and then we had Bad Manners version of the Teddy Bears <laughs> Picnic. I don't know a lot about Bad Manners, but... Uh, well, anyone who can do a, a song like Teddy Bear's Picnic can do it in that manner. They've got to be some some sort of musical creativity going on. Now, Absolutely. <laughs> we were talking just before we, um, well, we I think we're well-mannered, but um, <laughs> before we got to bad manners about visibility and, you know, look, it's, I think, you know, I totally agree with you. It's got to be done. If I had to put a caveat on it, though, you know, it can be, it can be hard for some people to come out. You know, they've maybe heard a whole lot of negative stuff and that can, you know, whilst generally that can be if you're older or middle age sort of bracket, um, there's been lot lo- longer and more of it. But even if you're younger, if you're hearing tough stuff at school and at home, it can be difficult. So ha- let's talk about ways how we might be able to do that, allowing for that, you know, sat, you know that unfortunate reality maybe. What, what sort of thoughts come to mind? Well, I think um, I, I keep we were chatting offline before mm. about we will rise and that, that mm. continually um, lines and, and episodes of that continually come back to me when contemplating the, the current transgender pe- position. For people that don't know, we will rise is a fictional uh, account of the rise of the gay and lesbian movement uh, in with reference to transgenders through, throughout, but focused on the gay and lesbian movement in San Francisco uh, and it sweeps the history from 1976 right through to today and you know to one line that sticks with me in relation to this is coming out is not a single event Mm. it's a process it's never-ending it's tiring exhausting and exhilarating all all in once and you know this 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 truism strikes me but for many in in the trans community as it was true in the gay and lesbian community decades ago coming out is an incredible challenge it it took me 50 years to do it and uh, and um you know it's it's and that's not an uncommon story and you know i think that the more society is accepting of us transgender and gender diverse people the more people do come out Programs like Safe Schools are absolutely vital in that. Mm, here, here. Uh, um, I think, and and just <clears throat> safe environments for people to step their way through into the general community is absolutely essential. Not many people do what I did and just go straight out into the general community. Wow! But um, you know, I, I got made up and I was out in the streets and Myers shopping. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Now that's pr- <clears throat> that's but, pretty impressive. Um, but. It's crazy. <laughs> it, look, it, it, I, I was doing the caricature trans thing of hobbling along in high heels and, <laughs> you know, too short skirt. And, but, you know, you hopefully you live and learn. I was you know, met with lots of kindness. And, yeah, look, I think that 
<clears throat> there's a whole, you know, there's, I think that, you know, for, you know, yes, again, visibility is the ideal, but everyone's circumstances are different. And I mean, by and large, you know, central Melbourne and inner Melbourne are pretty good acknowledging the situation that happened to three of our colleagues late last year in the the inner west, Mm. um, which now still hasn't, to my mind, been satisfactorily resolved. That's another story. Mm. But, um, you know, look, you could be in a different area regionally, and, of course, it's so local. Let's say there are some um, chatting to Kobe and Kirsten from Ballarat a few weeks ago, you know, some parts of Ballarat are cool, and then you could go 10Ks out to a small town, and it's like, eek. So um, it's sort of about really knowing your circumstances and, Mm. um, in all seriousness, finding the right steps and finding someone to support you. And also Daniel Whithouse, um, the fabulous educator, talks about the sort of having five really good supports in your life, particularly when you're coming out, trying to work out who's going to be best, building them up. And then if you do get a knockback, particularly from someone significant, you've got a, a... you know, a safety net underneath, um, which I think is really cool. But I, I agree with you. We've got to get more of us out there. And also I'd acknowledge mm. diversity and diversity. You know, it's great to see people like um, Kai Clancy, for example, stand up on the brother boy front. And, you know, Crystal Johnson from the Tiwi Islanders has, Islands has been an absolute legend for many years and deserves some sort of award. Um, but, you know, we need all of us. We need all the very, you know, as many multicultural, multi-faith people to stand up and, people from regional areas and you know i often say this i worry about our trans brothers our trans men you know we go out and do a training session they go name some trans men and there's this um <laughs> and you maybe get oh sunny and shirts get there that's right name someone else <laughs> and then there's a definite silence so i do think about that a lot so yeah we've we've got to keep working on it and yeah encu- you know just be gently encouraging to one another um, and try to, you know, just work through what would work for each other is a good start. Yeah, I think, you know, I've got lots of thoughts arose from your, your thoughtful analysis, Sally, but, but one of them is, is a statement that was made to me by an ally very early on. It said, you know, Michelle, doing what you're doing is, is, is kind of brave but good. But, you know, just remember that there might only be one in a thousand people out there who's really transphobic, but it only takes one person to stuff up your day or even stuff up your life in a in a really extreme circumstance. So caution is, of course, uh, necessary. And I think a very important thing to talk about in terms of, of having support is, is the invaluable work that um, groups like Seahorse Victoria mm-hmm. do for trans women and the shed, formerly the FTM shed. That's it. Um, FTM shed. Um, they provide the similar sort of support for transgender men, and it's these sort of uh, organisations that really help the transgender person in that in that early stage coming out, solving their issues, and helping them with those steps into the general community. Um, the other comment that I'd make is that transgender women um, do, because of uh, often because of their um, their hormonal past, um, have difficulty in passing, particularly mm. in the early stages of their transition, and that makes them stand out and uh, attracts much more publicity in the from the general community, which enables their visibility to be higher. But it's it, but it is a curse. Whereas mm. transgender men um, often just pass under the radar very successfully, yeah. and that that's fine for them until they actually need um, 
identity documents that that match their gender and mm. um you know they face very serious discrimination when they do face it they yeah. don't don't see it so much in general life but they do have you know serious hassles at t- various times in their lives you you hit a good point there you know starting with the the binary um that um you know um there's this blessing and the curse that sort of flips over from trans men to trans women and vice versa you know mm-hmm. the the you know at that point of just you know going at the point of realization is where i sometimes call it and you start trying to get the gender expression you want it, you know it can be difficult to feel androgynous that you you know you really want to look like who you need to be but you don't but you know then we bring in let's say non-binary people and you know Where's, where, have you found out where the non-binary fashion store is? Yet? I haven't. I mean, there is some blurring of it in general stores, but seriously, it's not. Where do you get counselling support? We've got a men's referral service and we've got um, a great service like Wire who have been supporters of 3CR forever and a day. Women's Information Referral Exchange. Where's the non-binary counselling service, you know, say, apart from being included in the great work of Switchboard? one eight hundred one eight four five two seven. if you need it. Um, so, you know, then there's that challenge. And what's a, what does a non-binary fashion look like? You have to make your own. You know, there's so... We were chatting, we'll say, in a situation about this yesterday. Where are the non-binary role models on how you look? Um, it can be really, really challenging. The more And, you know, so there's all that stuff to work through. And, you, you know, I think also at the same time you've got it... It can be really difficult, but you've got to, you know, it is really helpful if you can to work on your confidence and self-esteem um, and, you know, that sort of thing as well. If you, um, the great, late, great Louise Hordern, a trans woman, excuse any political incorrectness in the remark, said, no, actually it wasn't um, Louise, it was her counterpart, um, Elaine Barry, said um, about trans women, sometimes you've just got to go out there, stick your tits out and do it. Um, a little politically incorrect, yes, but the message is sometimes you... The only way to do it is to do it, but I agree with you. It's got to be done in a way that makes you feel safe, um, Mm. the individual feels safe. So it's a balancing act, but it can be balanced. We will talk about um, (laughs) drilling to the the specifics of visibility next, Um, but, um, well, um, and what's going to happen next week that will make us sparkle? 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally and guest Michelle Brooker. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, and on demand, out of the pan with Sally and guest Michelle Brooker. And that was the treacles and sparkle. We're all going to sparkle, well, maybe not tonight, but um, next Saturday afternoon we're talking visibility, um, and it starts at one minute after midday because it's no April Fool. We've got a, <laughs> there's a fab event planned, one of a few that we know of in Victoria. Um, Michelle, you... Um, just declaring that we're both on TGV's committee and Michelle is the fab event organiser and social media coordinator, um, you've arranged an event again. Yes, I, I, this is the second event I've arranged, so yeah. I'm a very much a newbie. The first one was a film night for Transgender Day of Remembrance, which is a, a very sad occasion where we, where we mark the fact that transgender women, uh, transgender men and women are um, the subject of hate crimes and which often result in murder, and that's a very sad day. And it was the first um, day marked <coughs> marked as as something to mark the existence of transgenders. So, in two thousand and nine, um, a group that I think is based in San Francisco mm. 
actually decided we needed another another day, another holiday to um, celebrate transgender people instead of um, you know commemorating that ho- the horrible events that are, things that occur to us. And uh, so they established International Transgender Day of Visibility, and each year that's celebrated on the thirty first of March. And <clears throat> next Saturday. Uh, is well, Friday is the 31st of March, and we'll talk about some other events that are mm-hmm. actually happening on, on, on that Friday a bit later. But I decided to mark International Transgender Day of Visibility. Transgender Victoria should organise a picnic, and that, um, that uh, the picnic should actually be on the Saturday. Get it as close as possible to uh, Transgender Day of Visibility, but um, leave it on a day which is accessible to everyone. Yeah. And so we're having a picnic in the park Woo-hoo. in Darling Gardens, which is in Clifton Hill. Um, it's just a little bit back from, um, what's it called there? Hoddle Street. Yes. Yes, Hoddle Street um, in Clifton Hill. It's a lovely, beautiful um, old garden. I don't know quite how old it is, but it's got over 100-year-old elms. Um Surrounding beautiful lawn, so it's shady. There's shady areas. There's sunny areas. There's picnic tables. Uh, there's barbecues, and it's just a beautiful place to have a picnic. Um, we decided to dub this transgender teddy bears picnic um, because we have the lovely Jess Walton Yay. coming along to talk about her book, introducing Teddy, and to read from it. Um, Jess, for the listeners that don't know, Mm -hmm. is the daughter of a trans woman, Tina Healy. And Jess wrote this book uh, for her children so that they would be able to easily understand Tina. And um, Jess looked around and saw that there were a a reasonable number, not many, but some um, books for um, reading books for young children. But there were no picture books for Mm. very young children. And toddlers. And so Jess decided that the logical response to that was to write one herself. Because she's a writer, which also helps. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And it's just a lovely, lovely little book. I've bought some copies for friends and, um, uh, you know, it just helps um, break down those barriers. So mm. people who are allies or just in the general community who celebrate diversity you know, can buy this book and their children can understand the difference that is transgender. And, mm. and it actually, the book is actually celebrates it to some extent. So oh, look, we're going to have, have Jess reading from that. Yep. Go on, sorry. So yeah, no, look, to, look, totally so um, wonderful um, book indeed. Um, mm. And just, I think, a, a great addition um, with mm. Jess and illustrated, um, we do have to add, by um, Dougal McPherson. Thank um, you. I couldn't remember Dougal's surname. <laughs> oh, look, I'm I'm terrible with names. I'm yeah. Anyway, yeah. But, um, you know, look, I think it's it's it is really cool and it adds a bit of fun. And look, I I just fell in love with the book. Um, my inner child is a very happy um, person for having the book. Um, even if I'm a fifty plus year old middle aged chalk, um, I just think it's awesome. So I'll have a bit of fun with that. One of the wonderful things about this event has been the number of people that have come out of the woodwork and volunteered to do stuff for this event. So, yeah. so following, um, following our original announcement of the event, the 
um, one of the City of Yarra libra Yarra's librarians, um, Kelly Hennigan, volunteered to do some more children's readings, children's stories, and to lead um, the children in some songs. So there's very much a, a kid's side of it covered. So it is a family event. It's a family picnic for um, transgender people, but also for gender diverse people, of course, and for all their allies and friends. So I have a number of friends who who don't know any transgender people other than me, but who are excited about coming and bringing their children, which is great. Yeah, well, look, um, I'm totally with you on that. It's it's so I, I'm feeling very excited about this. We had a call to Transgender Victoria during the week, someone wanting to connect more and you know, mentioned a few of the support groups and then said, well, then, you know, Saturday, as it was during the week, Saturday week, we've got this um, um, teddy bears picnic event. And, it's like, and the, you could almost he feel her face brighten, <laughs> brighten up over the phone. <laughs> so I hope that person comes along and lots of people and just we lots of fun. And of course, it is a teddy bears picnic, but of course, we don't do animal policing. You can bring your <laughs> favourite stuff, dog, wabbit, elephant, sheep, whatever. Um, and, you know, if you want to dress yourself up and all them up um, in an appropriate attire, go for your life um, and have a bit of fun. Yeah, dress ups and, and bringing stuffed toys is optional, but, but encouraged. <laughs> well, yours truly will certainly be taking up on the option. Um, I, I make no bones. Um, you know, if I hadn't had my long-time 50-year-old stuff friend, I don't know if I'd be here. Um, you know, we talk about supports and self-care, so long as it works for you and doesn't harm anyone else. Um, I think, you know, I think they're awesome. So You're not on your own there, Sally. Heaps of people have talked about, you know, bringing out their toys and bringing them along. You know, we we do need our supports. Yeah. Yeah. And so just, just moving on, just so yes. the adults are not forgotten, <laughs> yes. I think telling transgender stories is very important. Yeah. And we have, um, very lucky to have um, a woman called Stormy, who's a transgender oh, yes. creative writer of mm. quite some capability. And she's going to ad lib around some poetry or writing that she's, she's done. Um, the reason Stormy is going to ad-lib is that she's actually blind, so she can't read her <laughs> work aloud. However, what goes on in Stormy's mind is quite creative, so I'm sure we're going to have a very entertaining time. Uh, she has also asked that someone else, and I think it will be me, will read out uh, a piece of writing that she's made in, in a formal sort of sense so that we actually get the, the finished, polished, written product out there. So... You know, that's terrific to hear from a transgender writer. Yeah. It's tr great to hear from allies and supporters. Um, but to actually hear transgender voices is also absolutely critical. And even more than that, you know, disabled one. Um, well, there, there's the thing, you know, there's an example, and this is why this day of Trans Day of Visibility is so important. We, re, you, know, um, you know, something that we need to discuss is, you know, we're biased, but I, I'm pretty, I'm not, actually, I shouldn't speak for you. We should never do that in any sense, but I'm biased and say that I think trans and gender diverse people are incredibly awesome. And this is a day to celebrate that awesomeness, the creativity of people like Stormy and allies like Jess, who is a pretty close ally. She's someone who's very out as being bi herself. Um, so, you know, but hashtag binary busters, I snuck it in. But, you know, I, you know, I think about this a lot, you know, all these ama the amazing trans people that are out there and really anyone who takes a step to being themselves is amazing. Um, mm. I was having, I always remember a discussion I had with another trans person a couple of years ago who said it's remarkable that any of us are here at all given the bleep that we go through 
And so let's celebrate this. Let's celebrate our strengths, our amazingness, our creativity, um, and all the support we have and, you know, build the energy. Um, acknowledging, yes, that there is stuff. And I want to say we'll always need Trans Day of Remembrance, even if, you know, touch, you know, fingers crossed, we never lose another person to transphobia. We've got to remember those who came before us. But this is our day, well, to sparkle, to use the title of the last song, and, ha- and you know, just really acknowledge um, the awesomeness that we have and how much vision we have and how we can see things, you know, sort of look at, view things differently and come up with solutions. You know, as Einstein said, you can't solve the problems you've got at the level you created them. Well, we can go higher. And this is our day to celebrate that and enjoy some of that creativity and have a bit of fun and, of course, have a bit of picnicky food as well. Yes, and and just the other thing that's been wonderful from my point of view is is you know doing a shout out for a PA yes. on uh, Transgender Victoria's Facebook page. In literally a matter of mm, under under a few hours, I had two offers of PAs, and we've certainly we've ta- we've very gratefully taken up Senator Janet Rice's offer of their office's PA, and I have that at the moment. So we're well equipped so that the children can hear the the stories and songs, and that the adults can hear Stormy and myself read out of her work. Um, the other the other thing is I haven't quite got bad manners to play the teddy bear picnic <laughs> theme, but I do have a friend who um, <clears throat> is promised to do a conventional read of transgender te- of the teddy bears picnic on the saxophone to oh. to walk the thing in and and perhaps do another piece um, for the for the adults just to calm things down after the children. Um, and he uh, did his um, music recital to complete his bachelor's degree. In, in that, he did a very improvised version of Transgender Teddy Bear's Picnic, which he promises he won't bring out because <laughs> <laughs> it's even more radical and bad manners. <laughs> All right, then, yes. And we do want this to be a family-friendly, all-ages event. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, yep, so, yes, be um, please be responsible for behaviour. We don't mind also, I think, um, what are the, I should check the regulations on alcohol. I don't might think the odd drink is going to be bothersome, but just I would think not. No, yeah. no, just be be discreet and, and relaxed, and everybody will be happy. Yes, I think and take responsibility yeah. for oneself uh, and all that sort of thing. And there's plenty of room to bring a frisbee and throw that around. Yeah. I'm going to bring some bocce sets so that you can play bocce on the grass. It's just a it's just a nice environment. Yeah. The only the only issue I think to close off on is wet weather. The forecast at the moment is for zero millimetres of rain, but a 20% chance of showers. So we will post on the Transgender Victoria's Facebook page in the morning any wet weather issues. Um, And it won't be an April Fool's post. It will be a genuine post. (laughs) Yeah. No, look, um, the last forecast I saw last night, I think, was 20 and sunny. Um, Yes, that's correct. But there is that small small chance of showers. Yep, 20%, but yeah, a possible rainfall zero. <laughs> possible rainfall zero millimetres, but a chance of rain 20%. So does that mean there'll be 0.001 rounded or something? Anyway. It's very, very light. No, it, looks, it looks pretty Sally. reasonable. So, yes. Mm. So um, just maybe um, 
have yeah. a, a, a just my... just that's that's my one fear i'm afraid otherwise oh. otherwise i think well everyone will have a fantastic time well look i i agree and of course it's melbourne you can't control weather in melbourne that's an impossibility <laughs> no <laughs> all right not even with our super normal trans powers <laughs> we haven't yeah we haven't got that one worked out and i mean i i, I must admit i'd even admit to say that you know trans people won't control work out a solution to fix traffic jams on the eastern freeway but um you know we'll work on it you know we could be able to do anything all right let's have a breather and then we'll wrap up the show after we hear from dragon doing their version of cool and the gang's classic celebration which is what it will be next friday and saturday and i'll mention some of the other tdov events as well 3cr 855 am digital 3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with sally and guest michelle brooker Hello, I am Mahsa Vahdat. Hi, I'm Marjan. And you're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM on your radio dial. Also on digital radio and streaming at 3cr.org.au. Please subscribe. Bisexual Alliance is a non-profit organisation dedicated to raising awareness and supporting people who are bisexual, people who are multi-gender attracted, their partners and their families. Bisexual Alliance runs several monthly discussion groups in and outside of Melbourne to offer support, a safe space to chat about your experiences and to explore others' experience of multi-gender attraction. These groups are for bisexuals, those who are questioning and their loved ones. For more information, visit bi-alliance.org or email info at by-alliance.org That's how you do it on 3CR 855M digital 3cr.org.au and yes um, the by discussion group um, on at the Great Northern Hotel um, this Tuesday um, if you're listening before then um, as it always is on the fourth Tuesday of every month watch for those sneaky five Tuesday in a month months um, for those listening live, the Shed is meeting this afternoon in Carlton. Um, Bent TV on um, um, Friday night. And I think it's one of those coincidences of timing. We mentioned non-binary people, Gender Queer Australia usually has its meeting on the first Saturday of the month. So well, they'll have to sort of do the TARDIS thing or something, unfortunately. Um, just wanted to mention a couple of other things that happened during the week. Um, and that is a big tick to Minister for Equality, Martin Foley. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, that um, it was, um, you know, his post on, um, you know, Bath, um, the Victorian VCAA, the, we'll say, tertiary admissions type of stuff, um, and, you know, how beneficial it is for trans and gender diverse young people who in particular can face huge mental health issues to have some degree of support and, you know, sort of, how, well, I can't remember the exact words, I haven't been able to quite get it up in front of me quickly enough, but how, well, disrespectful, maybe even inhuman it was that the state coalition don't support the initiative. Um, so um, that's not, um, yeah, so good on you, Martin Foley. You live up to your name as Minister for Equality for sure. Yes, um, absolutely. So lots, lots of things in there. And just to mention, um, I'll mention one of the two events. I've dug it out of my... Um, hopefully all-knowing laptop. Yes, I'm up at Bendigo Library on the th Friday the 31st um, for Trans Day of Visibility to um, have a chat and um, about... And there's a great street art project on display. I'll be up there at about... Um, I'll be there from around 3.30. Um, and 
um, having a chat about stuff and also perhaps bring in a few bits of intergenerational type of thinking, which I think is important. And so that's one, you know, so we've got that one on the Friday um, in the late afternoon outside of the Latte Belt. And then there's another great event. So whereabouts exactly is that for our listener in Bendigo? <laughs> we have lots of listeners in Bendigo. It's at Bendigo Library, um, which I will um, dig out the event and I'll also post some details um, on Facebook um, as well. Excellent. <laughs> um, and it, it, it says she madly ad-libbing while she taps in Bendigo Library at 259 Hargrave Street, Bendigo. So I'll be there, thanks to the fabulous Robin for getting me involved in that. Mm. Um, and so that's one event on Friday. And back in Melbourne, there's another so, one. Sounds excellent, Sally. And it's a pity I can't go because I want to. I've got some other things to do on Friday in town. But but I can go to the mm-hmm. fabulous Y Gender's event. Y Gender is a group that support the under twenty five trans and gender mm-hmm. diverse community and do a magnificent job. And on Friday the 31st of March, this next coming Friday, on International uh, Transgender Day of Visibility, they have uh, a, a forum which is called Unpacking Visibility, Trans Day of Visibility. And they have a fantastic ally- array of speakers, mm. but they do emphasise that although they're a, an under-25 support group, that us oldies like Sally and myself are more than welcome <laughs> to come along. And you don't have to be transgender, of course, to come along. You just need to be an ally um, or a friend or just curious. And so their panellists include a transgender Arab South Asian Muslim uh, woman and a um, non-binary um, person of Jewish background Yes. Who also identifies as being um, or loving being autistic and ADHD. So, yeah. Should, they should be interesting. And to round out the panel, there's a transgender man, well known to many of us, Eric Lai, mm-hmm. who's a Vietnamese young trans person. And he said, in his bio, he says he's an art student who cannot deal with essays, which must be a significant disability, I would say. Oh, or maybe a sense of sanity. <laughs> we can yeah. interpret these things how I want. No, it's a, that's a great panel. Eric um, Koshava Lillet, who I do know, the head of Y Gender, um, fabulous person, and um, also Alaha Al Mazri. Um, so it's in, good that there, I think there's a little bonus there. Three great diverse people, but one identifying as female, one it says here they, them, or fey, bar pronouns. I'm sorry, I'm not <laughs> up on the pronunciation of that. Um, he, him for Eric Lye. So there's a range of diversity in there as well. But also I wanted to mention that there was a great story that I saw. Um, there's a great page called The Inclusionist, which looks at diversity. And there was a, a post on there, which I've shared on my own page about autism and what and the advantages of it we often see it as a deficit and it's simply another way of looking at things and i think it's really cool that um um you know koshava loves being autistic i think that's really positive to see that people Mm. have embraced their own difference and can then help others embrace it so a big yay to that yes so how are we going oh yeah i mean i was discussing just the the concept that with someone who's the parent of a non-binary person and the fact that they were a little bit on, the, they were a bit Asperger's. And 
we, we just concluded in our discussion that, that none of us in the community are perfectly empathetic. All of us have, to some extent, a little bit of, a little bit of the autism spectrum disorder. It's part of being human, and um, just some people display more than others, I think. Well, so, well, that's true, and there does seem to be, and I've got to do some homework on this at some point, um, a great linkage to bi, trans and gender diverse and asexual people in terms of autism, which is... Yes. Um, you know, as I say, I've got to just, I, um, I'm, I'm well aware of it. I just haven't got around to doing, say, some reading on it. So there's mm-hmm. a possible topic for a future out of the pan. Yeah. Just to get back to Why Gender's event. Yes. It's, it's on next Friday. Uh, it starts at 6pm and it's at 100 Drummond Street, Carlton. So uh, listeners can get along there and um, join join in the fun. And then from 12.01 next Saturday is um, the Teddy Bears Picnic at Darling Gardens in Clifton Hill. So um, good to know if the event's going on. If you do hear of any others um, anywhere, post them on the Out of the Pan or my Facebook page. We'd better get out of here and make way for freedom of species. We're um, you know, racing towards um, the end of the show. Michelle, great to have you back in. And thanks for all, just thank you for all your good work and good thought in so many things. Oh, Sally, it's an absolute pleasure to join you. You're a legend in the transgender community and, and such a valuable and brave person to have done what you did so many years ago. Um, you know, so it's an absolute pleasure to join you again. Oh, look, thank you very much. Um, and yeah, look, I think it's fair. To, I really, really do appreciate that. And also, I do want to say that I think. You know, it's still a challenge just to be out as trans and gender diverse, and that's pretty awesome too. We'd better get out of here. Make way for freedom of species there. Champing at the proverbial bit. Take it out because we're in a celebratory mode with the Hoodoo Gurus, some Australian rock and a bit of the party machine. No, not the political one, the fun (coughs) one. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Oh, and Daylight Savings ends during next weekend.